Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. All my friends from around the world, Paris, uh, London, U.K., um, Detroit, Michigan, Cleveland, Ohio, um, San Francisco, Compton, Jersey City, New Jersey, Australia. Once again, it's the TK Kirkland Podcast. This brother reached out to me a couple weeks ago, and I like to put people on schedule so I know when I can interview them. To the fans who are listening, if you have a story and you want to share with me and we talk about it, because I believe we all have a story, and all of us are celebrities. You know, I know they try to trick us and say, only people in Hollywood and people in TV and family sports and celebrities, but we all celebrities. I got my man on here, so tell him what you reached out to me about, my man. Let's discuss it. Yeah, so I just reached out to you to ask you a couple questions because I've been having some problems doing with my mom and stuff recently. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to get to hear from you because I listen to your podcast all the time. Uh, just watch a couple of your uh, your old stand-ups and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I really respect what you say, and I take in what you say because you spit out a lot of game. Right. And so my mom, she tries to play the victim a lot, and I feel like it's starting to tear my family apart. Okay, break it down. Explain what you mean playing the victim. Give me some examples. So... Nothing she does is her fault. Everything else is done to her, not because she did anything, if that makes sense. I understand. So, yeah, so just one example is um, me and her. Um, she'll say, uh, while we're talking, she'll say, she'll get, she'll start, um, what can I say? She'll start saying stuff like, uh, the reason why I do this is because you're dead your sister pissed me off or things like that in that nature. And it's it's frustrating because it's every time we talk. You know what I mean? It's not right. a time where we don't talk where somebody else isn't getting brought up into the conversation. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't so, hold herself accountable. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she doesn't hold herself accountable for any of her actions. Right. And she's like, I don't know why my aunt... She put us in a, my cousins and some of my aunts and grandparents and all of us in a group chat to make things easier when family events is going on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But my mom, when me and her get into arguments and stuff, she'll repost it or send it in the group chat saying what we talked about on the phone and stuff. And I'm, she does that to whoever basically she's beefing with. So okay. all the business is getting put out there when it could be in-house. Understand. Yeah, and it's just it's it's never a point in time like the privacy that we have gone because can't talk to her too much. And it's kinda I talk to my dad about it and stuff, but he just tells me to brush it under the rug and all that. Mm. And I'm like, I can't do that because I mean I feel like it's my mom, like I don't wanna brush her under the rug. Right. And my sister She's a little older than me. She's uh, I'm 23. She's 34. She's my only okay. sibling. And she acts just like my mom. 
but the difference is she's not completely like her. She has a lot of the same traits and stuff, but she don't understand or she don't see. She's always trying to side for her, my mom. She doesn't see what the wrong is and stuff because she sees everything through her eyes. Right. So. I'm letting you talk. I'm, I'm writing notes down, letting you talk. Mm -hmm. I want to get it all out, and I'm going to hit you with what I think. Okay. And, yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just hard because I just recently tried to uh, take my mom on a drive, just to go on a drive to talk about the scenery because, like I, I said to you in the uh, DMs, that I'm a delivery driver, and I see a whole bunch of beautiful houses, a whole bunch of beautiful sceneries and stuff like that. And right. I just wanted to get her out of the house. And next thing is, she's like, can you take me to Thunder Valley? That's the casino out here. And I'm like, I'm not taking you there because that's not what I was going to do with you. Right. And so things that I try to do with her or my sister, really talking about my mom, but they, they, they just constantly try to change the plans. And then my mom got mad at me because I uh, told her I'm not doing that, basically. I'm not taking you to the Thunder Valley. I'm not taking you to the casino because... That's not the point. The point was to get us some time so we can get away, just talk. And she just never hears me. Right. She never hears me. And I try to voice it to her. We've had plenty of arguments. I stopped talking to her for weeks and stuff like that. And then my sister tries to get into it and tries to, I, me and my sister start beefing because I'm like, don't talk to me about moms, you know, because you know how she does you in the same way. But my sister's right. a lot easier to take her in. Right. I'm not as easy anymore. Well, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen, fam. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are tired of the bullshit because you are... You're tired of the bullshit because you're growing up. You're becoming a man. Mm -hmm. And... Before I go any further, when you say breaking up your family, are you... Talk about you got a girlfriend or a wife, or you mean breaking up your family, you, your mom, and your sister? I do have a girlfriend, and she, she put, my mom put a wedge in between me and my girlfriend's relationship for okay. a while, but I'm really talking about um, my intermediate family and then my outside family because okay. I'm just talking about really the blood and the real close knit blood. And right. my mom, she, uh, she talks about uh, she she'll blame uh, my aunt for something, right? In uh, right. in the family group chat, and say it's because of my my dead aunt Marcia, my my uh, my aunt that passed away. And so the cousins are in the group chat, and they could be feeling like it's something with me or my sister, because right. my mom constantly bringing my aunt into their to anything, and she she passed away about four or five years ago, mm -hmm. and uh, it. They can tell my mom's still grieving, you could say, over it. Right. Because she, she constantly brings up things like that. Because she'll get mad at me and say to me, um, well, you know, uh, you, didn't, you didn't go see your aunt when she was in the hospital and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm out working and stuff. You know, I can't stop what I'm doing. I didn't know she was going to die or anything right. like that. Nobody was telling me what was happening because my mom's been in the hospital plenty of times for little surgeries and stuff, same as my okay. aunt. And she just, she does, she throws little things out there like that. Like, you act like your dad. You do this like this person. And she always tries to have people talk to me 
for me. Like, she tries to tell my older cousin, you need to go talk to your little cousin. I don't have no older brothers or anything like that. And my dad doesn't play with her and her bullshit either. Right. And my mom and my dad, they were together almost all my life until I turned 18. And then they separated. They separated once I turned 18. They still deal with each other. What has Mm -hmm. your father always said? When your father complains, Mm -hmm. what does he say about your mother? Is that bitch crazy or she don't know what she's doing or that's why I left the bitch? Like, what does he say? He says stuff on the line like, um, she's, she's always been like this, but you didn't get to see it because I was the one taking it. Or he'll say, um, he'll say that, uh, she never takes accountability. Yeah, she is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, he tries to tell me different ways. Not even different ways. He always tries to tell me, take it to nonchalant way, just brush it under the rug type of thing. He uh, He's fed up with it because he still deals with it. Though. They still see each other every once in a while. And yeah, then so it puts me in the middle of their bed. stuff, too. Yeah. Still they still, yeah, they still put, they put me in the middle of their situations, which they always have. Right. And stuff like that. Your mom's uh, a Virgo, right? No, she's an Aquarius. Me, my mom, and my dad are all Aquarius. What? But what's the month of that? January. Mm, I'm very surprised. Usually Virgos act like that. Um, yeah, my mom. She's uh, her birthday is February third. We're all six days apart from each other, so okay, my dad's the twenty second. Aquarius, because mm-hmm. my son is an Aquarius. Um, and he's solid. I got mm-hmm. both my boys are solid. Um, so basically, it's not it's it's it's, it's just a, a chemical imbalance with your mom. Mm-hmm. She the way she's raised, her environment. You know, everybody's not put together the way we think they should be put together, right? Like, mm-hmm. you look at her and he's like, "Damn, you my mom, and you acting like this. Like, I can't believe it." You see other people who have put up with the bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Your father, your sister has put up with it. My point is, I know it seems like you're close to family. Seems like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how and we were raised, is to be yeah. real close. you got to be tough. Because I'm not going to tell you to brush it under the rug. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that shit. Yeah. I believe you cut a motherfucker off. Mm-hmm. There's the thing I used to say to people: if you like what they've done in in your life, and you got some good moments, then you call them a shelf friend. What I mean by shelf is you put them on the shelf, mm-hmm. and when you need them, you bring them off the shelf. Like you want to enjoy their company for five, ten, fifteen minutes, and you can do that. But what you have to come up with your family strategy to hang mm-hmm. with her. Strategy. So you pick when you want to hang with her. And when the bullshit starts and you are going to know when it starts, you'll see it. I was okay on that bullshit. You know, you go around your mom, you stay for an hour, and you get out the way. Mm-hmm. She, she calls you, texts you, talks to her about a good 10 minutes, you, but you're always busy. you got something to do. And that way you limit your time with your mother. Same formula with your sister. Mm-hmm. Because I was going to really say, fuck them, yo, and ride this shit out by your motherfucking self because 
at my age. <laughs> at my age. I don't put up with shit, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, I would cut your motherfucker off quicker than a life switch. I'll fall so far back, you think I passed away. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want you to come up with that strategy. You deal with them on your terms. Try to avoid topics because you're young. You would have figured mm-hmm. it out by the time you were 33, 35. You would have figured mm-hmm. it out. We're just giving you a 15-year crash course. We jump in the gun. But that's yeah. but I like the way you think. I like what you want out of life. You, you're already a winner, fam, because you know what you want to tolerate in your life. And what you don't want to tolerate, you're like, that's a great sign for a man and a woman. So first, I want to say, I'm proud of you. Especially being at age and understanding what you want. Because your mom is not going to change. She's told me that plenty of times. She's not going to change. Now, normally if I met somebody like that, I would say, yeah, I can't wait for that bitch or that nigga to die, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, Damn, I can't wait for them to fuck. See, a lot of people think that's wrong to say that. Not me. I don't give a fuck. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, when is this motherfucker going to die? Like, <laughs> to get out of my life. Right, to get out of my fuck so I can stop thinking about you. But your mm-hmm. mom probably outlive all of y'all, y'all. Them type of people outlive every fucking body. Everybody they outlive. So you do your, do what you can. Be polite. But now you have a blueprint. You have a game plan. You have, you can call TK and I gave you the game. Sure. That's the move. Now, when you wake up, starting tomorrow, you start moving different. Now, you do this formula to anybody that brings that kind of bullshit to your life, like your mother, for the rest of your life. See, some people look at bad things like that as a bad thing, but it's really a great thing. And let me explain to you why. Mm-hmm. See, your mom and your sister is your blueprint for the rest of your life of people <laughs> who not the fuck with forever. So when you meet somebody here or there and they have signs of things you don't like because of your mother and your sister, you know that's the person you don't want to hang around. That's the person you don't want to be around. Mm -hmm. You do that, you will have so much peace in your life. Because if it was a friend, you could easily block your friend and not talk to him no more. Exactly. Right? Easy. Like, Mm -hmm. This motherfucker crazy block. But this is kind of complicated because this is your mother. Now, it made things a lot easier when I got to move out. When me and uh, me and my girlfriend moved out, it made right. uh, life a lot more peaceful for me. Right. And that was the wrong thing you were doing, too. I was going to say that to you. You had problems with your mom because you was living with your mom. Mm-hmm. You was fucking your girl in your mom's place. Mm-hmm. Your girl was walking around in her panties and quiet. And mother, don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, walking around in panties and she in the bathroom, you know, like, you know, like taking up space. And that's energy. You know, yeah. when people are in the house, 
Look at energy as 100%. So the more people in the house, the more energy is being used because everything, your body, electricity, all that is a frequency. Mm-hmm. So your mom was off and your mom was have, will have attitudes. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong? Why is she tripping? Because your girl was there and you wasn't being the man you were supposed to be. So your mom made a decision to let you in her place with your girl. Mm-hmm. And she regretted it, but she didn't know how to get it. Or she probably told you, when the fuck you moving out? Because she tired. And it's mm-hmm. not that, and you know, and, and you, and even though she may not be fucking the way she wants, your mom probably gets some dick here and there. She might bring somebody with you <laughs> out. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and, and parents, you know, they want to fuck. Yeah. Whether you, you know, young people always think they're getting all the, the pussy and the dick. Oh, motherfuckers, we fucking too, yo. <laughs> <laughs> No, so she's like, yeah. when are you going to get the fuck out the house so I can bring some dick into my apartment or my home? Mm-hmm. So you got to look at it all that way on top of the compounding interest because she's feeling that way, then she's, her behavior is something that you can't accept. But you're young. Mm-hmm. You will see all this as you get older, fam. You will see that, wow, you know, mom is cool. I just wasn't playing it the way I should be playing it because um, this is her personality. Um, everybody tell come and sweep on the rug, which is a bad thing, though. Your dad is enabling her, too, but he's only doing it because he want to keep fucking your mom. Mm-hmm. She probably cook for him. She probably give him money. <laughs> yeah, am I right or wrong? Yeah, she do. Mm-hmm. Whenever or whenever he uh, calls her, she's ready to do whatever. Yep, yep, that's how it is. But he loves. And he her. plays the role too, though. He plays the yeah. role like he, he tries to make it mom. seem. Yeah, yeah, he loves your mom. He just can't tolerate that bullshit all the time. She probably getting good head. So I talk about this mom. <laughs> she probably talking good head, but he like. I can't stay under the same roof with this crazy bitch. So let me go for a minute. Let me miss her for about two, three weeks. Text her every day, call her. And then when I'm ready to fucking get my groove on, I'll come over, bring her something, bring her some wine, or bring her a pack of cigarettes or some weed. And we mm-hmm. sit there and cook, have a nice night together tonight. And then your mom will say something fucking crazy. And then you're like, ah, bitch, gotta go. I got to do this. Let me get it. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a lot of women who are like this that are listening to the show. Mm-hmm. And some women would never hold themselves accountable. And they say, oh, not me. I don't act like that. I don't do this. But we all got something that will turn another motherfucker off. That's why... I always tell people, take your time to get to know each other. Because, like I said, the older I get, man, the more craziness I see. And I just want to thank you and um, all the young men. And whoever listened to this podcast and you was at the Barclays Center last night in Brooklyn and you saw me and you walked up to me, I didn't know. Honestly, when I say this, 
I didn't know I had the effect on you guys the way that I did. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you for sure do. Oh, my God, fam. I mean, mm-hmm. people literally screaming like I was motherfucking Jay-Z or Michael Jackson. I'm talking about men, not women. <laughs> men were screaming like, yo, that's the realest nigga ever. And people looking around like it's still going on. And it was happening everywhere. I mean, I, when I saw it happen in Liverpool, when I saw it happen in Paris, when I saw it happen in London, I said, wow, what is going on? And I just want to say thank you to all the people who believe in the things that I talk about because it really comes from the heart, fam. Like, there's nothing scripted. There's nothing um, that I'm faking about. Like, I take you guys' information in, and I truly think about what I'm going to say. And by you being 20-something, I still want you to be close to your, your family, but I want to come up with a strategy to keep it that way. Now, if you was <clears throat> 50 years old, I was like, listen, cut them bitches the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said, but you're a young kid. And mm-hmm. you should have it. But the great thing is that even though your mom is that way and you feel that way, you still got your mom. You still got your dad. You still got your sister. And everybody has these problems in their family. And to the people listening, just figure out a way to maneuver through the family. That's it. See, most people come head-on direct, and nobody thinks about it. Nobody thinks about, oh, I should just fall back and talk to them every now and then. I still love them. I don't hate my mother. I don't hate my sister. I just don't want to deal with them all the time. Yeah. That's the way you move. Stack your money. Let me tell you some other thing. Mm-hmm. Stack your money so you never have to depend on them. Do you understand? Yeah, once I moved out, I never I never asked for nothing from them because use that and they'll try to Bring it up again. I try to hold that in. I don't. I don't ask nobody for nothing no more. Right. But my point is, I want you to save so much that you mm-hmm. never have to ask. Because sometimes when you try to cut people off, they can backfire on you. And five years, you might need them. Mm-hmm. Well, let's say you need them. I'm going to talk about that. Okay. Because people that I know. I'm over 20-something years. Let's say I'm coming to the city to do a comedy show. Yeah. People call me that week and say, hey, can I get tickets? But for a whole year, never called and say, hey, TK, how you doing? TK, I just want to just check in on you just to say hello. Hope you're well. Mm-hmm. We have to go back to being thoughtful and considerate. People don't know how to be thoughtful and considerate no more. And when you know you might need somebody one day, because you never know, mm-hmm. you have to call once a year, twice a year, once a month, just to say hello to that person. If you ever need them, they don't mind being there for you. That's all I'm saying. And I want you to keep that strategy throughout your whole life. If you have a baby with your girl and you'll break up, mm-hmm. you're hating it. Still treat her polite. Still treat her with respect. 
You know? Mm-hmm. You ain't got to be there. Just keep yeah. moving with your mom. Even though you're not going to fuck with them no more like like a son. You're going to fuck with them like a friend. And mm-hmm. you're going to fall. You understand? You're going to fuck mm-hmm. with them like a friend now. You ain't got to be around. And take yourself out of the group text. It's hard because I, I got I, I was out of the group text, but then somebody added another one, and then I just I don't well, know why. You got a finger, right? Don't, don't you know how to delete? Well, you know you delete it, but then as soon as somebody texts again, it goes back to you being in it. So why can't you delete every time? I could delete it every time. I could do that every time. And let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you don't want to read shit that people are talking about. Exactly. You ever had, I'm quite sure this happened to you, you've been having a good week, everything was fucking going good, and then you read something in that group text. Mm-hmm. That fucked up your day. Yep. That fucked up yep. your day. And that's, see, the same way people who gain weight want to go on a diet, they start watching what they're eating, mm-hmm. your mind, you have to put on a diet as well. You have to choose what your thoughts are, what people can say to you. Awesome. Mm. The same thing you watch on TV, the same thing you read on Instagram. You know, I start telling people, stop, stop following the rappers and uh, certain actors and celebrities all the time who are not giving out good vibes. Mm-hmm. Stop. Start following people about uh, financial literacy, um, um, religion. You have to be religious, but religion, things that can help you, positive messages. You know, half the country, well, we do think half the country, we talk about Young Thug and we talk about some of the dumbest shit in the game. And we all should be taking social media and using it for good. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff on here. There's a lot of people we can follow. Mm-hmm. that can give good information that can inspire you. But a lot of us, even me, we um, sometimes follow the wrong people, the wrong information, and that can mess up your day. They really can. So stay focused on your mom and your family. Yo, delete the group chat. Delete it. I'm going to do that right when we get off the phone. Yeah, delete it and watch your day start being better because you're not reading bullshit. Now, somebody could call mm-hmm. you with information, but as soon as they call you with the information, hey, let me tell you what happened. I want you to always do this. Can I call you back? I'm doing something. <laughs> else. Can I call you back? Now, let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because you control the information you're about to receive. So if you don't want to hear it that day, you make them wait till the next day. And you choose when you want that information into you on your terms. Because people will call you and give you negative information. And now they feel happy. But guess what? Now your day is fucked up because they took their trash and pain and laid it on you. They vented and laid it on you. Mm -hmm. Now you got to carry their bullshit around. So when people call me and they start talking that shit, oh, let me tell you, been bad, or you know, I'm, I'm or, or say I'm, st-. they could say, and the whole word is stress, but I, I know what the rest of the world is gonna say. Hey, let me call you back. 
they can't get the whole word out with me. You can't say stress around me. Because most mm-hmm. people, most people, pain are confl- inflicting. They they inflict it on themselves. See, most people yeah. pain is they've done it for themselves. So people walk around and say, "Oh, I have demons, a demon." No, the demons are the consequences of your choices. Yeah. See, your choices have made you feel the way that you feel. And that's why I, I never most- understood. Sorry, my bad. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead, listen. I I don't understand when um when people that uh try to play the victim they constantly want to say it's everybody else but it can never be them for being wrong. So when I do try to talk to my mom about stuff, like the last time we talked, I just sat there and I was in the mood to take it in. I just wanted I just was like, all right, like she seems like she's really going through it. I'll listen yeah, to her instead of trying to voice what I have to say. Yeah, but here's the you got to do with your mom. Your mom's mm-hmm. never going to change. Your mom's never mm-hmm. going to change. Never. Listen to me. Never. Never. <laughs> I'm listening to you. Just like the, never she's going to change. So stop mm-hmm. having conversations with your mom when you know the answer already. You know what she's going to say. You mm-hmm. know what she's going to do. But you know what you do? Every time mm-hmm. you think you have some hope. You think that's the day she's going to change. That's the day you think she's going to wake up. And you think, oh, this is the day my mom woke up. And ever since then, it was better. This is how your mom has been her whole life. Before you was born. Before she met your dad. This is how she is. Unfortunately, your sister picked up some of her traits. So your sister, yeah. you, know, you know when they say the apples don't fall too far up on the tree? Yep. That's your sister. Your sister got some other way. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's going to pass the same bullshit down to the guy she starts dating or a woman. Because, you know, you got to say that today. <laughs> yep. No, uh, you know how, how the world's going now. Right. So <laughs> that, that's how you move, family. That's the, that's the play. The players don't expect the mom to change. You change. You change your way of thinking. You change the way you move. Mm-hmm. You know, you change the way you move, and you'll be fine. And you'll be happier too, because you'll do it on your terms. Hey, hey, can come by and see me? Hey, can I can I call you back? Or <laughs> I'm yep. looking at my schedule. I'm busy. Can I come by Monday? Well, guess what? Sometimes you don't even come. And they say, oh, what happened? And they're like, you know, something came up at work. I had something to do. And I, I truly apologize because I've been really busy. But you do it on your terms. On my terms. Okay. On your terms. For the rest of your life, that's everything. For the rest of your life, you do it on your terms. I, mean, I used to say this years ago. When you lay down at night, you close your eyes, mm-hmm. you be the one that wins. When you close it, now I can tell you this, you can send everybody a good night text. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that to you, because things happen through your journey. Like my son and 
Oakland, Jordan, his roommate died in the sleep. Um, <clears throat> that's that. Uh, who else passed away? Um, a comedian just passed away. And the rhythm sleep, right? And what we fail to realize is that when we hang up and we go to sleep at night, it's possible you may not ever see that person that you love no more. That could be it. Mm-hmm. And I told my daughter, I said, I mean, I've told it to her anyway. Anyway, I said, I got to truly make sure I say goodnight to you every night because, and to all my kids who are listening, friends, I will feel bad even though I won't be here if I died and I didn't tell the people I love goodnight or bye. Like, I hope mm-hmm. when I leave this earth, it's, it's kind of like a slow death. I don't want to be fast because I want to say bye to a few people. Yeah. You know, I'm just being honest. I'm going to say bye to a few people. I just don't want to bounce off this motherfucker. Like, boom, that's it. Mm-hmm. Don't be erased from the planet. Yeah. So that's my thing, family. You, you know, I'm really proud of you, to be honest with you. Thank you. To be your age and, and you know what you want and you know the pain that you're feeling. And you were, um, said, let me reach out. The T to the motherfucking K. <laughs> yes, that's my thing. You know, like I um I did Vlad yesterday. The new episodes will be out. And what people didn't know, me and um Kevin Samuels was supposed to do on relationships an interview together. Mm-hmm. And I would I would never have changed changed Kevin Samuels. What I know about women is that women are very sensitive and emotional, and you can't tell them they left over. You can't tell them they hurt, even though people say, oh, you got to have tough love. See, if you, a woman calls me, she's fat, she's got two or three kids, and she expects that she should have a certain man in her life. One, I'm going to tell her, um, bitch, that ain't possible. But <laughs> let me give you the game on how you do win. And let's take that instance for situation to the ladies who listen, who've got three kids, who sometimes got five, and you think a man's going to come into your life and swoop you up your feet. Unless that nigga homeless and hit the lottery, or he just ain't a no-good-ass nigga, you're not going to get that kind of man. But here's the, here's the play. If you invest in yourself, if you work out, take care of your body if you're fat and you lose weight you change your mindset but you truly love your children now listen to me very carefully put your key love your kids make sure your kids know you've never neglected them and when they get 18 19 20 21 years old and they leave the house i call it now you have been reborn now you can have all these kids. Now these kids are just kids, but now they like grown up friends that you raise, right? You raise your friends. Now, yeah. guess what? You can get a man because now the pressure is not on the man when he comes into a woman's life. See, what women are failing to realize, they think they should get a good man. But let's take the senses of, say, the man, let's say, this man is looking at, let's say we, I'm, a, I'm an investor, I'm an, uh, an advisor. You sit down with me, a girl sitting down with me, 
you have this baggage and you said, T Cavity like this girl, she got seven kids and I say, Why would you want to go down that path? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm talking about if it was like if it was Shell, if it was any corporation. Why I would say to you, why would you do that? That don't make no sense. Why would you invest your energy into this woman or man who have this type of baggage with them? Two, they're not financially prepared. Three, they live in a project, so just have an apartment. Four, they uh, they wasn't raised right, meaning their kids are now about to be a second generation of the influence of their mother's mother. So basically, they all fucked up, is what I'm trying to say. But guess what? A lot of men do this. A lot of women do this. I'm all over the world. And what men and women don't do is they don't take time to think. They don't take the time to think. Most people are not financially prepared to be married. Most people are not financially prepared to do a lot of things. But guess what everybody can do? They can fuck, though. People fuck mm-hmm. all day. People slinging dick and pussy all motherfucking day without thinking about the consequences to their actions. That's my point. So Those are things I, I worry about all day long, man. Yeah, you don't have no kids with that girl yet, do you? Nah, neither of us got kids. Cool. Don't you get her pregnant because you may not like her next month or next year. <laughs> you might want to roll the rest of your life by yourself. I'm being honest, y'all. I think so many niggas on my show, 23 years old, mad that they never been a bitch, but they got a kid with her. Mm-hmm. Mad. Don't you I got too many examples. Bitch. Right. Don't you nut in this girl. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. I swear to you, don't you do it. Don't you even think about having kids until you traveled a little. You saving up some money to get a nice little home. And what's my number one rule? At least have 25000 in your account. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, know, I don't know how long it'll take you to get twenty five, but I, when people, I say 25 it's not really to put people in a damper because a lot of people don't make that kind of money. So what I'm really trying to say is have some paper. So if you do move in together and y'all want to separate, you've got some change that can make your transition smoother. you got good credit. Hey, baby, ain't working out. You know, I already signed my lease for my new place. And, you know, you don't look for your furniture already. You don't Furnish that motherfucker. So when you bounce, nigga, you in a whole new spot. Move, gone. Mm-hmm. Some people have to stay with each other because they don't want to go back to their parents. They're going to stay each other because they don't like each other. Or a guy got to sleep on the couch because his bitch don't like her no more, vice versa. Everybody's in the bed together, and they both on the edge of the bed. Nobody's I, I- how do people just live like that, though? I, I, I honestly can't do that. I can't I can't be with somebody, even in, it don't matter what's going on. I just, I couldn't be around that. I, I don't yeah. know how people do that. It's too much they bad energy. Yeah, they do it, though, fam. I'm a couple women that will say, oh, TK, you could come pick me up years ago. You come pick me up. I live with my ex-boyfriend, but we roommates now, and he do his thing, I do my thing. In my head, I'm like, what? <laughs> you trying to set me up? 
I'm not coming. I'm not coming nowhere near no bullshit like that because I know what I want. I know what I want in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't want that nowhere in my life. But man, like I just, uh, I like again, I say, I think we came up with the right situation for you. Um, before we finish, hold on. Let me do this um, quick announcement. I'm going to give a shout out to Miss MijanDujour.com, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, if you're into aroma, uh, scented um, candles, um, make sure you check out my girl Liz at MijanDujour uh, and tell them TK. Use the code TK for 15% off your entire order. All right? Um, Mijan Dujour. Let me spell it for the people. M A I S O N D U G E R dot com. If you're in the jewelry game, you know, we all need a few pieces here and there. You know, whether it's earrings, whether it's a bracelet, um, watch. I want you to call my boy Devin at Bennett Jewelry. All right? Bennett Jewelry LLC. You can go on his website and um, check out his jewelry. And I think that you truly um, love stuff, custom-made stuff, too, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, um, custom-made. So you want to um, have that kind of stuff. Also, if you're in the comedy game, that's what I'm talking about, um, June 3rd and 4th, come check me out at the world-famous Miami Improv in Miami, Florida, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Miami, you already know what we do. I mean, we've been doing this since 1991, from Studio 183 to some of the um, some of the biggest theaters in Miami, Florida. So it's been it's a, 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 a it's a pleasure and my honor to be coming back there um, June 3rd, June 4th. To the fans around the world, though, you hear how I got this young man on the phone. He's venting out his situation. And I hope that we gave him a great strategy that he can apply to the rest of his life, not just towards his family, but towards other things that he will um, occur in his journey in life. My man, listen to me. I wish you the best, and you've done the greatest thing ever. You made the effort to figure out a way to handle your situation because some people never try to figure it out. They just deal mm-hmm. with it. And you gotta always find a way to figure it out. You gotta call somebody who has the wisdom, ladies and gentlemen. Just don't call anybody because some people give you wrong information. There's some false prophets out here. But if you want to hear the truth, you want someone that's always gonna keep it 100. Because my words is um, is demonstrations better than conversation. You can hear that how I talk. I don't bullshit. I don't play with it. I will tell you exactly, and hopefully we can find a solution um, to your situation. I wish you the best, family. This is my personal number, so if you ever need to call me, give me a call. Um, and I truly wish you the best. But I think if you start deleting the, the chat messages in your mom call, stay away from her. Don't sit with her when she's complaining because the answers are always going to be the same. And another thing I learned, mm-hmm. whenever you talk about something negative, only give it one minute of your day. One minute. 
and then you can't talk about it no more. You, so if no something bad what? happens, just talk about it to whoever I talk yeah. it to or talk it to it myself. Right. No, say you're talking to someone, something come up, you have to say, uh, okay, I don't want to talk about that no more. We could talk about it tomorrow. But okay. only spend one minute. Let me give you an example. Most people, when they talk about something negative, it can go on for hours. And guess what? It's not that they're saying new information. They're repeating the same fucking information, but from a different way. They probably changed one word or two words in two or three hours that they talked about the same thing. Negativity will have you on the phone for hours. Mm-hmm. Hours. One minute. One minute. Yeah, I'm going to take that. Whether you're with your girlfriend, whether it's somebody else, say, listen, I'm, I, I don't know how about you. I only spend one minute on negativity. So if you got something to say, we can talk about it. But after 60 seconds, whatever we don't say within that 60 seconds, we got to talk about it tomorrow. Okay. You do that. See, I didn't learn all that stuff until I was in my 40s. Mm-hmm. You got a 20-something year start, brother. <laughs> I love uh, that. I love that. I wish you the best. You hear me? Yes, sir, man. I appreciate you so much for reaching out, man. Really. Yeah, you're welcome, family. And you continue on being great. Save your money. Um, make sure you understand your whatever decision you make, there's consequences. But make sure your consequences is wins. Wins. I'm going to say it again. Wins. And may your pain be champagne. Talk to, take care of yourself, okay? All right, man. Thank you so much again. Have a blessed you're day. You're welcome, family. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Podcast. You heard it. You already know what it is. All right? Make sure you check us out uh, every Monday. And make sure if you're in Miami on June 3rd and 4th, check me out the world-famous Miami Improv. To everybody around the world, see you when I see you. Peace. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.